Hello, this is Lisa Hazard with We Are All Psychic, and today we have Jennifer, new guest, and she is also on Everclear. Jennifer, would you like to say hello? Hello. <laughs> Jennifer, do you think we're all psychic? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I like that word. Absolutely. So expand you know, on that. Yeah. Well, what I think is that we are all elect electromagnetic beings and we're all connected to one another and to animals and plants and I think that we all vibrate on a frequency not always on the same frequency but I think that it's kind of a network that is available to everyone if they want to do it and I don't think everybody they kind of push that aside or maybe when you're a kid you're a little more psychic than you are when you're in you know get older because of conditioning so I would say everyone has different strengths and different abilities and different reasons for being psychic, but I absolutely think we're all psychic. That's one of the best answers I've heard. I really like what? the way you explain that. And the reason it's one of the best is because I totally feel that way too. <laughs> so yeah, a little bias yeah. there. So Jennifer, yeah. like, what do you do? What's up with you? What's your specialty? What do you do oh, for a living? God. Well, I really, I consider myself a psychic medium and that's, you know, a little bit of everything. So you can, I think, you know, if you're a psychic, you're a psychic, but not everyone's a medium. Right. So, it, you know, you kind of grow on that um, and you, you know, you can, it's like a muscle. You need to strengthen it and practice and it's, you know, taken me a while to get here, but I think for me, what made my path more clear was good mentors oh that's really, wonderful yeah you're really so lucky people. to have had help because so many people that don't don't have it and they don't have this part of the reason i'm doing this podcast is to hopefully reach people who don't who don't have a mentor or have like get a, you know lucky like that and find someone and hopefully you can be a mentor to people in listening to this podcast and this podcast <laughs> is about being a psychic medium so great um, what happened to you first? When did you first know you were a psychic medium or accepted both? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that for most of us, it started when we were young. I mean, we always felt like there was something going on, but we just thought it was normal. I would, you know, like I'd be at my grandparents' house. They live in this old house and pictures would talk to me. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh. My ancestors would talk to me. Yeah. And I feel the presence of beings around me and I wouldn't actually see I'm not a clairvoyant in the classical sense but I I hear a lot so I would hear spirit voices I still do um and and I would just sense them being around me and I thought now, it was normal you know when when you hear them is it the same like actually hearing like with your ear or is it like in your mind hearing both both yeah, yeah. okay yeah both. that's very Right. I'm what you call a true clear audience. So I, you know, I will hear them in my, you know, kind of like, I'll hear little whisper voices, but also, especially before I go to sleep, I will hear voices, voices. You know, it's really interesting that you say that. I'm also a medium, but I very rarely will hear the actual voice. Um, but last night I was in bed and I was hearing, I kept saying to my husband, what'd you say? But it wasn't him. He, I kept waking him up by saying, what'd you say? It wasn't even his voice. But usually I don't hear an actual voice. But it's usually like, you know, clear what 
cognizance and say, I kind of know what they're trying to say. Right. I can yeah. you know, see them more than like here, like you can actually hear their words. That's amazing. So what was the first experience? When did you tell somebody this was happening to you and you knew it was different mm. than everybody else? Wow, that's interesting. I don't, I don't remember so much. I just remember my brother and sister, I would play with tarot cards and, you know, we kind of give each other readings, but, and we all were kind of good with it, but I mean, it, it really was accepted for the most part. My mother studied astrology and um, she was really into handwriting analysis, I remember, and she was really into psychic types of things. So it was kind of like little games, I guess. That is so cool. Yeah, it never felt like, you know, maybe my dad wasn't on board, but nobody, we really didn't really talk about it with him. But but I really think that it it was something that was just natural and encouraged. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, because I think that when you said in the introduction, when we asked you the question, you had said um, it's a conditioning that a lot of yeah. like that's the word you had used, and I really like that word for it because it is conditioning. I think that a lot of people they have this going on, and especially when they're children, and they have those big imagine. We have these big imaginations. We're playing with our toys, and they are personalities. They are like detailed personalities. I would know like my little glass dachshund better than I would know my mom. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And that's they like imaginary playmates too. And I mean, a lot of kids say they have imaginary playmates and those are actually their spirit guides working with them. So yeah. A, yeah. So do you remember when you first contacted with your spirit guides or is that always there for you? Also, all of this has always been there for you kind of, is that what's going kind on? Of, but not till I worked with the mentor did I really get, I mean, I, I was just, when I first started, I was just kind of like a, a wild card I, and I you know I think I picked up the good and the bad energies because of that and I think what I learned along the way is working with a guide is what really anchors your practice and being a psychic and a medium because that's your higher self your higher power and if you work with that you're going to be more accurate you're going to you're going to live your life you know you're going to be on a better path so it took me a while to get there and I think that's what the mentoring did for me that's what, great yeah my mentor was my spirit guide <laughs> and I didn't yeah. know it was real <laughs> so yeah, really, yeah, that's like, fine I mean they always yeah. are there it's just a matter of whether you identify them they're going to be with you no matter what so yeah. might as well get to know them <laughs> yeah yeah they're great I love them yeah they're just wonderful. So like, so where did you go from there? I know you, before we started the podcast, you said you were a French horn player. Yes. And so you were a musician. And she, she also told me listeners that she has played with the who. Ooh. And I just about had a heart attack. And yeah, and, and yeah but I didn't. So I'm alive. <laughs> and we are continuing the podcast. But she's done a lot of really interesting things in her life. And she has uh, told me that she's been in this field for 30 years. Um, so when you first started working professionally with medium work would be you said it was around 1990 so like what that this stuff was not normal then as as it is now so it kind of was actually I lived in LA during the well 80s and the 90s so it was everywhere around there and I I okay so I've studied music at USC and I I worked in you know I did freelancing in in LA for a while and I wanted to get a part-time job so I went to this cattle call for this psychic hotline and I I had never done readings Mm -hmm. for anyone it was just (laughs) 
<laughs> and I think the company, I mean, it's not alive anymore, but it's called Aquarian Age 2000, which is kind of hilarious now. <laughs> um, but I worked for them and I, I went to a cattle call and I did like a cold reading on somebody. He didn't, he didn't like give me any feedback or I just, and I was scared out of my wits. Went in and did the reading and he's like, okay, you're hired. <laughs> Like, well, well, tell me if I was right first or what, what, yeah. give me something. Yeah. <laughs> and so I worked in like an old call center for an airline. It was a whole bunch of psychics and mediums, astrologers, Wiccans, everybody. And I got to know different people and how they worked. And I think that's what made it so much fun is I, I, I mean, I had some lifelong friends from that one job. Oh my gosh, that sounds fun. It was like actually like a call room, a call center with a whole bunch of psychics working in the same place. Oh, that's amazing. That would be just fantastic. You know, I, I work in a shop locally. I'm not yeah. during COVID, but um, I, I love that in-person experience and talking to people who come in who are into this stuff. And that's right. why I, like I am enjoying the hell out of talking to you. <laughs> like this, I didn't, yeah, no, most people don't have that access psychics to connect with one another you know yeah. we've learned a lot from each other I think oh yes that's definitely yeah. where I got the rest of my education after I started talking to people about you know seeing spirits and talking with them yeah. and then talking to people like you and they find out other people do this you know it's not right. just me. so like tell people about maybe if you want um tell listeners what what are the experiences like maybe some of your stories of mediumship that like really opened your eyes to some other way of thinking like spirits who may have come through who enlightened oh. you or you know talking about like yeah very yeah. much so. um so let me see I'm trying to think back to stories I will say this I trained and when I, then I moved to New York like via Kansas it's a whole long story I mean I, I've been just done so many things but I got my mentorship the first mentorship in new york city and i worked with a spiritualist minister who was my mentor and that's where i really learned how to be a medium and i i had been doing mediumship readings but just kind of like i said it was like a wild card i was all over the place mm. and i learned how to give a good you know how to get the information and how to give a good reading you know how to interpret literal versus symbolism yes I know what you mean. Can you explain that to the listeners so they understand? Yeah, yeah I wanted to get into this first before I went to like the oh, kind sure of thing I do. But um, so I would say about 99% of information you get from the spirit world is symbolic. And you'll get things, okay, so you'll get symbols that will come in that will mean something to you. It, I mean, it won't mean something to the person you're reading for, but it's up to you to interpret them so that they understand the context. And it's so weird how it works, but spirits will find a way to get to you. And that's the hardest <laughs> thing about being a medium is to make sure you're right. <laughs> you know? It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, you have yeah. To, for me, I have to like, uh, do you know blah, blah, blah? Or does this make sense to you? Please right it does yeah you're validated you have no idea and some people are very strange i mean they'll won't talk about it and then you're like oh my god i can't believe you got that so yeah, yeah. um okay i'm trying to think of different things you know what i love is bringing through people's spirit guides and sometimes family family members who are deceased will be spirit guides yeah i found uh, that out too yeah yeah, uh, and I've had, yeah, yeah go 
Oh, I was just going to say that was my experience. I had a mm-hmm. relative pass away when I was a teenager, and he's been around ever since. He had, uh, he's never given himself the title of spirit guy, but he's around if I invite him, you know? Right. <laughs> my grandmother was one of, has been one of my spirit guides, and she comes to me in dreams. I mean, I think dreams are like a, another form of mediumship because you get visitations, and I think a lot of people get that, and they wake up, it's like, I actually feel like that person was with me. Yes, they feel like they just saw them sometimes, and they feel like they get a hug or something, or they right. felt, like, touched them, and it's like so real. Yep. Yeah, yep. I've had I, that with cats, actually. I, I haven't known too many people who passed away where I dreamed about them, but I, I have dreams about cats coming to me, and I wake up, uh, I have a very strong love for cats. Yeah. And the uh, passed away cats will come in the dreams, and I'm really surprised, because they come in any way, but in the dreams, it's like touching their fur and hearing their purring, and yep. I wake up just feeling so happy. I think a lot of people yeah. have those experiences. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think they do, or they don't remember, but... um. Yeah, and I've had some, uh, this is a weird, I've got a couple weird stories about things that have come through, but I had, when I was a kid, I used to have these dreams about these two people, a woman with long, dark hair, and a man with kind of curly, blonde hair, and I would have, they would show me pictures of anatomy, like those medical anatomy books, and like layers where you see all the systems of the body. Yeah, the little Britannica encyclopedias had those. Right, right, (laughs) and I... um, Years, years, years later, I did a yoga teacher training, and it took me a while to realize it, but the couple, these two, the Sarah and Vaz, were these people that were in my dreams. I was meant to meet them. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and I told her, like, I told Sarah, like, I cannot believe this, but I had, I had recurring dreams when I was a kid about you. What's she saying? And she's like, that doesn't freak me out at all, you know? But the weird thing is they both passed away. One, like a, they, they both had heart problems and they passed away, you know, within a few years of each other. And it was weird. A few months after Sarah passed, she was the last one to pass. She came to me in a dream and hugged me. And I asked her, I said, well, since I got you here, I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> and I said, is it, is it really that different being in the spirit world than it is here? And she's like, it's really not much different. Isn't that weird? I mean, it's that's, just, yeah, to have that confirmation, because that's kind of what I feel yeah. in my heart and gut, but I don't know, but that, that she yeah. told you that, that's really, yeah, cool. yeah, that seems and like the, the fact, personalities are still there. Right, yeah. and the fact that she had come to me in dreams when I was a kid, I kind of went full circle with that, so to me, even though that's not a reading I did for somebody, I feel like that's a full circle mediumship Definitely. moment. Oh, <laughs> Yes, that's a beautiful story. I love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It sounds like you and I have had a lot of the similar, uh, well, you may have had them younger than I did, a lot of the realizations and understanding that the spirits try to get through to me anyway, and maybe for you too. Um, I, I mainly like as a medium, I. what do you most hope to offer a client when you're giving them a medium reading? Well, I mean, there's there's different there's different rules of mediumship. And I I think the biggest thing, the biggest law of mediumship is the law of love. And I think the fact we can make that connection through love, not fear, and reunite people, you know, they gives them some hope that it isn't that when we die, we're not, you know, that's not it. 
and that we still remain connected to somebody, maybe not in the same way we were on earth, but there still is that essence and that connection to that spirit. Right, right. I think it's a beautiful thing. And that's what I really seek to do in my mediumship readings is to, you know, give them enough detail where they know that that person is with them and, you know, give them validation. That's my goal too. And and yeah. a lot of people will come and tell me, and probably with you too, this happened. Is is that my grandmother? Is that my mother? Mm-hmm. I found a feather, you know, stuff like that. Right. And you can confirm it for them. Yes, I can see this feather. It was, or she's telling me it's red or something like that. And, you know, and they're like, well, it is red. It's mm-hmm. just, and then I guess give people this, this feeling of faith and those people are not gone forever. You're not going to go anywhere forever. I mean, you know, you know that kind of like you're, you're, right. if you pass away, you're not just god and it's such a nice thing to feel like you know you know yeah offer that to other people it's a nice right it gives them hope and it helps it kind of helps the grieving process along yes 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 it does so that's the personal part but i think a medium a good medium also connects you with your spirit guides um with you're with ascended masters and that kind of thing. I think that's really important. A medium, a good medium should do all those things. I would love to hear archangels. more about ascended masters. Oh, and yeah. arch- yes, I, I've had a uh, communication with one archangel, but not the ascended masters that I know of. So would you love, I would love to hear more about the ascended masters from you. Yeah. Well, there's so many of them. I mean, <laughs> I've read a lot about them. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one I identify with it is kind of more the Hindu God, you can't really see it in here, but I have a statue of Lakshmi. I love Lakshmi. Okay, so she's okay. the goddess of abundance. I have her like in money. my yeah. yeah, I have her in an oracle deck. Uh, the right, uh, I, I call it my like femme deck, but she's in there. The ascended women, the uh, oracle. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. It's not in here right now. But you yeah. probably like this deck a lot because it's got all the ascended I love masters. Lakshmi. They're all female. Lakshmi, yeah, I like her her card and everything in that book. That's all I know about her, though. So yeah. tell, what, what is she about? What, tell the uh, listeners. So She's about abundance. Um, and you see kind of money dripping off of her, which is kind of a materialistic <laughs> thing. But, you know, I like that it, it's really about creating that. I mean, it goes beyond money. It's about creating abundance in your life and those opportunities that come to you okay. and that help you grow. I, just, I think that's what Lakshmi is all about. She's very generous okay. and that I appeals like that. to me. That's yeah. really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So how did you, have you contacted her? Have you been in contact with her? I think, you know, indirectly, yeah, you know, sometimes helps. things will come through. Yeah. Some things will come through. I have so many spirits that, you know, like, let's say that come through that I would look at ascended masters. Like for me, the big one, this is going to be silly, but for some reason, Freddie Mercury really resonates <laughs> with me. That's awesome. And I think he's an ascended master, you know, he might be. I think it's interesting you say that because I know other psychic mediums who have had experience with uh, Freddie Mercury coming around. So yeah, it's interesting. I dream about yeah. him a lot. Yeah. Really? That's so, crazy. Oh, yeah. Maybe he is an yeah. ascended master. Maybe he is. That would make sense because his voice sounds like he, he, he's from another dimension altogether in some of his songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think an ascended master can be what you want it to be. You know, as yeah. long as they're like in a higher path. But um, yeah, I, I think that, I mean, just there's people who are suggested to be ascended masters, but doesn't, you know, you can't limit yourself to that. 
whatever yeah. resonates with you. Yeah. So, so for listeners who don't know what an ascended master is, it's something. It, uh, I think it's Helen Blavatsky is like one of the ones who really started. Helena, like I don't okay. know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Madame Blavatsky. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> that was wonderful. And uh, I won't remember it. I'll try. I'll remember. I'll listen. <laughs> yeah. But I remember she was one of the people who really expanded on this in mm-hmm. our culture, anyway. And ascended masters are people who reached uh, a level of completion in their spiritual journey on, I guess, the physical plane. And sometimes they come back um, into uh, in, incarnate into different lifetimes to help people uh, learn about whatever needs to happen to change things. It's kind of I agree. A good yeah, that sounds. Yeah. Yeah, and they they assist from wherever they may be. <laughs> mm-hmm. but they, the, the key point is they were living here on earth at some time yes know? thank you yes yeah. they, they lived several lifetimes and they they like worked on their their whatever they wanted to change and build for themselves create their individuality is kind of how i see it their uniqueness mm-hmm. as, as part of the whole and then then they i get when i hear the ascend i think of them ascending up into the space, <laughs> in a spaceship you know like a, yeah. right <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I, I love reading about them and they have so much wisdom. If anyone wants to read about the Ascended Masters, just Google it and uh, uh, you can find just tons of stuff. And um, yeah. I, I love it. So um, do you have any advice for people like like to start developing their medium skills if they have none or if they have some or they have questions or if they're curious or if they're scared? That's one thing yeah. I love to help people if they're scared because they don't have right. to be scared. Well, I think the best thing really is just to find ways to practice. Um, I mean, that's the big thing. And I I think right now, uh, the big point I wanted to make is I think that more mediums are needed because we're, we're going through so many changes in our world. And I think now's the time, if you really are drawn to do it, now's the time to do it. Yeah. Um, But I would say find a good mentor um i would say um develop a strong relationship with your guides i mean that to me is the basis of of connecting with other people because you need protection yes it's it's not i mean you can get into a lot of weird stuff if you're not protected as a medium and before i do any readings i you know bring in white light or whatever you call it and before i mean you know, seance doesn't have the same connotations that it used to. <laughs> a seance could be a very beautiful, uplifting event. Right. Um, but, you know, maybe to play music before, um, you know, before a seance or even before you go in with a client uh, or somebody you want to practice on because it does raise the vibration of your energy. Okay, let's roll it back so, to that seance. Okay. Tell Woo! me about that. Tell me about seance. Yeah, I haven't been to. I mean, I've seen the old tiny movies. Oh yeah, that, they still happen. Like oh happen. yeah. <gasps> Tell me about that. So right when I was trained, we would have at the end of each session, we would have a seance. Oh. I mean, people call wow. it message circles or say, but okay. we called it a seance. That's like the old you know message. spiritualist term right. for it. Okay. Um, but we would all get together. We would do a meditation. We hear music, and then things would start happening in the oh. room. We'd see lights. Uh, we'd get messages for each other and we would validate it. I mean, we would learn how to give and receive the message. So that's how I really got to hone my abilities as a medium by practicing with a group of people. That 
is amazing. I it would was love to do cool. that. I yeah. would. I'm coming to see you and have a seance. COVID, <laughs> be damned. <laughs> well, and I. That's something I want to offer is um, to do. You know, we can do it through Zoom. I've been to other. I've been to a few message circles on Zoom, and it's a little different, but it does work. It yeah. really does work. Yeah. And I'd love to be invited if you if you ever have one. Oh yeah. An extra medium or something that would be. Really oh great. yeah. I've never done Definitely. anything like that. I, I only oh, it's one so other much fun. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so life affirming. It's a beautiful thing. It's not scary where, you know, things happen and you know, like poltergeist or whatever. I mean, I well, guess you have it your protection. Could. If you invited right. that in, it would. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, you have to raise your vibration before you know, before you read for somebody or before you have a circle like that. So okay. okay. Yeah. And I yeah. want to say one thing to all the viewers out there: please don't mess with Ouija boards. I don't know how you feel about that, but they don't do anything for me. They just yeah. Don't. But some people have had some bad, bad experiences. That's like right. The, the one medium I do know did as a as a child. She had a bad experience you know yeah i just I, don't recommend you you know growing your abilities through that kind of a vehicle it's without any protection first Correct. it isn't a scary thing if if you can filter is what i consider it like a you know i keep them all at, at you could say arm's length but um right. just you know invite them in and it took a while to learn how to do that without yeah being, you know bombarded by something i did not want not knowing what it was suddenly i would feel you know horrid but yeah. then I learned through from my guide and 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 I did meet some some people after I worked phone lines and um and I learned some techniques that helped a lot. Oh I mean, yeah. Definitely that's something uh, anyone going into it. If you, I mean if you want to use a Ouija board it, it, I would recommend but be very experienced in not using a Ouija board first. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean there are people who have gone through that but they always switch to a different method of doing it so i mean if that's the way you got started that's fine but i would suggest going you know where it's really coming from you as a vessel rather right. than a board that was like who knows what energy has been with that so right i mean the exactly. person is the, is the, the vehicle to that but um yeah yeah apparently they yeah. call them spirit boards now because the ouija board has such a bad connotation in the stores and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny yeah but um, I wouldn't use it. But. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried. I, I think it was just when I was younger. I don't know why, but maybe the guides didn't want me to be experience, uh, experimenting with spirits, or maybe I had too much protection. I would try mm -hmm. so much to make something happen with that. We, I wanted to be psychic. You know, yeah. I wanted those abilities, and I wanted to know things, and it didn't. You know, I'd be like, come on, move. It's not moving. I mean, I wasn't going to make it move, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and never, nothing, nothing ever. Yeah, happened. believe me, I've worked with them before, too, yeah. but it just, you know, now that I know more. What you know. <laughs> yeah, and I've known psychics who have been psychically attacked and have lost their abilities for a little while, and, you wow. know, so it's it's really important that you bring in the right energies, and, and okay. I can't I can't emphasize that enough. Can you give an example to listeners of, of uh, like, how to bring in that energy like when you say bring in positive like for me i imagine it like i just kind of like I, like i'm using my arms and you can't yeah. see me listeners but you know i kind of imagine it coming around me and above me and below me yeah. and all around me and i don't know what it's just like i think of you can be whatever you want really yeah but, yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's, yeah yeah the way i think of it is like tuning your a radio to a certain frequency and like you know it's really like lifting your vibration up i mean that's one of the other laws is a law of vibration 
And you have to, you know, through your good, you know, psychological, physical, emotional health, you can bring, you know, you'll attract the higher level spirits. And likewise, I love this part, is that spirits have to lower thi- their vibration to contact with us. <laughs> so it kind of, we kind of meet somewhere in the middle, like in a radio frequency. That's the way I, I like look that. at it. You know, yeah. it's very interesting because we're both musicians. And I'm sure you're much more experienced than I am because I, I kind of gave it up after, a, you know, playing all the time uh, to do sound when I was younger, to run sound. Yeah. But um, frequencies, you know, one of the first things that really connected me to, yeah, medium, I am a medium, this is happening, is realizing what resonance is, like the, right. the essence of what resonance is. And listeners, I'll let you go from there for yourself if you want to begin <laughs> explore resonance in 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 sound and in in frequencies. I think you might yeah. find something there. Um, would you uh, like to let the listeners know where they can find you, Jennifer? Okay. Well, I have a website, and it's called readingsbyjenniferjean.com. And you can just see, you know, read a little bit more about me. And if you want to book a session with me, it's all there. And I also have a YouTube channel called The Psychic Scene with Jennifer Jean. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and, yeah, that's YouTube. So I'm watching um, I have that. Ser- yeah, I have several videos online. I just did one about the laws of mediumship was kind of, oh. I talked about that a little bit today. Perfect. So a lot of different subjects and, um, you know, just kind of bringing in and seeing what, what it is to live this kind of life and different techniques and how to, you know, do a lot of different things. So, yeah. And she's also available on our sponsors site, Everclear. It's uh, an advice app where you get your advice from psychics and empaths and psychic mediums like Jennifer and me, I work there too. And um, she's on there. And what is your name on um, Everclear? So people could find it. It is Jaya, J-A-Y-A. Jaya. Yeah. Okay, great. And I'll put a link to your profile and your number in the description and your website and your YouTube. You got a lot of stuff going on. People are going to be real. Gosh, they can learn a lot from you. I'm so excited you came. I mean, they're going to be. Yeah, thank you. I I know a lot of people are. I know a lot of people are going to be thrilled to like dig into your information because you have, I can just tell you have a, like, well, a million lifetimes of knowledge. Live <laughs> <laughs> in one life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you yeah. so much. I thank you, Lisa. And, and listeners, thank you always for listening and have a great day. Goodbye. Bye.